Episode 21, Confessions of a Rock and Roll Cameraman. This is Shania. Hey! Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Confessions of a Rock and Roll Cameraman. I'm your host, Pat Canavan, and today we're talking about Shania Twain with my good friend, Tony Wanamaker. Thank you, Pat. Love it, man. Tony, you have filmed. Some of the biggest talent yes. in the world. And you know, brother, my heart goes out to you. <laughs> because you, you, you film so many Canadian stars. Yes. And, uh, and today we're going to talk about the diva of country. That's it. <clears throat> the queen of country pop. That's Shania Twain. And Shania Twain. Yeah. So yes. how did you come about this? Because this wasn't this didn't happen during your much music days. No, no. This is recent, just 2018, before the pandemic, believe it or not. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. 2018. Yep. I did something and you'll appreciate it. You know, uh, and my business is always about marketing yourself and, and, and spreading the good wealth, your talents, right? Yeah. And uh, great organization, IATSE, IATSE six six seven camera union, uh, they reinstated me. And many moons ago, in 87, I was a, I was a camera trainee and working dutifully with uh, IATSE. Great training. It, put it this way, they have the best operators in North America. So right. I was blown away. I was honored when they accepted my, to reinstate me. And there I am as a camera operator, which means, Pat, now I'm allowed into Scotia. Bank, right? Arena. I'm allowed into Enercare at c and &E. I'm allowed in Pantages, right? Uh, Meridian. I'm allowed in there. And as a result, man, it was cool. Uh, they hired me immediately. I was doing the Ellie Wong special. I was working with Roger Hodson from Supertramp. Uh, Jason Momo, you know, Aquaman, man, kind of a big guy. Big guy, actually. Uh, lovely guy. And, uh, and then I ended up getting a call to do Shania Twain, brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it, well, it kind of actually seems natural. That they would have a guy like you in their in their union simply because a your talent, b the shows that you mentioned are right up your alley. Absolutely up my alley. You know? was, and, and to so, that point, Pat, it was interesting when I was first assigned on because there's eleven camera operators okay for this show. Okay, that I know of, that I saw, right? And I don't know what remotes were being used as well, but 11 camera physical operators. And so in that mix, I was, I was assigned to a hard camera, which meant I'm on a camera on a pedestal, uh -huh. and I was probably doing, you know, medium shots and cowboys. And cowboys are an old colloquial film turn for shot below the knees and to your head. And that was so you could see the cowboys riding. Oh, okay, so that's great. So, yeah. uh, so let me just frame this. So now you're down at Scotia? Yep, the hockey arena. Formerly the ACC. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So who, yeah. who owns it now? Yep. Is it still Scotia? Is it still Scotia? We'll have to look that up. Last we checked. <laughs> and uh, this is Shania after her Vegas time. That's correct. She did what they call a residency, which is a new thing that happens in Vegas, and you're there kaput for a while, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so she left that show, but she did glean some great experience, especially with the guy who was one of the masterminds, one of the founders of Cirque du Soleil, Franco Dragoon, right? What, tell me about Franco. Well, Franco is a visionary, and so he took a, basically a simple stage. We're used to a proscenium stage, and it has vectors, right? It could be X, Y, but he made Z. He came to you. And what he did is he sent, suspended people in air like you do at a Cirque show. 
And so when I was watching Celine Dion pound her chest to sing, my heart will go on, right? Yeah. Amazing. There's people floating around. <laughs> it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So That's now terrific. at Scotiabank, I see Shania Twain. It was really cute. She gets into an open guitar case and lift her above the crowd. And talking about an immersive experience, man, again, this is an artist making it work for them. They could have stayed on stage and belted it out. Yeah, yeah. And, and had the ease of the PAs carrying it for you. But no, you were in there with everybody. And I love seeing that. Solidarity, man, to your fan base. And up she went. She sang a beautiful new song called Solidarity. Uh, Soldier, I said correct, it called Soldier. And she wrote that and produced that in 2017. And we'll get to reason why that's so important, man. Sure. Yeah. What's great about what I'm hearing right now is that you're down with 11 camera yeah. operators to film, uh, I guess this is a tour to support her own album. Exactly, Pat. The tour was called Now, the Now Tour, and it was based on her new album, and uh, which is really great because she wrote all the songs for this new album, man. See, back in the day, yeah. she was popular with some huge songs, and you know them. Uh, something about boots under our bed? Yeah, hmm. you know that. Uh, but she was, she was writing these things with uh, Robert Mutt Lang. A.K.A. Mutt Lang, he's familiar. A great, great uh, record producer. Oh yeah, Mutt Lang is a huge yep. history, right? Yep. The Def Leppard sound uh, is yeah. all Mutt Lang. But taken over by Bob Rock. Yeah. And then uh, certainly his time with Brian Adams. Yeah. Was huge, right? Yes. Brian Adams had that Mutt Lang sound. Remember the, yes. the Robin Hood yes. uh, tune? And then I guess... Good citation. Yeah, so yeah. Shania met him. And then it was Shania Leopard. You know, uh, no offense to Shania Twain, yeah. but that Mutt Lang sound, that, that was his sound, right? And sadly, uh, which led to a tough period, you know, really tough period, a rough patch, if you will, for Shania in 2009. And a couple things started happening to her around then, Pat, which was amazing. And this is really a story about survival, right? Yeah, I okay. mean, so she had the unfortunate happen, uh, incident where her good friend, uh, Marie Ann, ended up uh, spending time with Mutt. They fell in love. They got married. And so uh, Shania and Mutt get divorced. Uh, but it's to Shania's BFF. Okay? Wait a minute. Yeah. Shania Twain's BFF yep. ends up with Mutt Lang. Yep. And Shania gets divorced from Mutt and... And loses her best friend and husband. Yep. And and if you read the tabloids, folks, you see a lot of this kind of mathematics workout. <laughs> it's 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 a thing, I guess. But it devastated her, I'm sure. She's, well, this uh, sounds she's like a, a 1950s song. Oh. But she's a lovely gal from Little Timmins, Ontario. She yeah. has as as Canadian as you get. <clears throat> as a matter of fact, I'll relay a story. When I first got into the arena, we were breaking for lunch after rehearsals. And so, Pat, as you know, one of the first things I try and do is when I find out my assignment, now I've been assigned, I'm going to be a wireless roaming on stage. I'm going to be in the dancer's face. I'm going to be in the player's face. I want you to know who I am. Oh, right? really? Okay, so you you immerse with them during during uh, lunchtime. Yeah, I don't want to be this, this guy in black, this pariah, this media soul stealer, right? No, I'm your friend, man. Let's work together. Yeah. And we talked about the last show with Van Hager to get reciprocity to get good pictures. That's right. Yeah, we talked about, especially with Michael Anthony and you. Yeah. 100%, Pat. Yeah, okay, so cool. here I parked my, my little ass uh, <laughs> at a, a great groaning table with a lovely bunch of ladies, but there for the food. Uh, and I see one gal in the group, in the mix, and there she is, her hair back in a ponytail. Uh, sorry, in a ponytail. Her hair's back in a ponytail. She's wearing a ball cap. 
And it's the visage, if you will, of a, a hair commercial, a cosmetic commercial, maybe that you know, maple syrup is the best thing to grow up on in, in, in northern Ontario. I don't know. But she's beautiful. Yeah. A couple more minutes of liberation. Duh, that is Shania Twain. Oh, she's having lunch with <laughs> yes. all the rest of the dancers and backup singers with her sorority. Maker. With her sorority. I'm the interloper. She's with the sorority. Oh, well, that's kind of, that takes the shine off of Diva because usually Divas are all in the flame. Well, but you're right. Later she gets to the sequin. But before that, she is a common gal. She's a Canadian gal. She's humble, wholesome, fantastic. And just a delight. It was really great to see that. So good to hear. Nice one, Shania. um, What's striking about that is that because you're there, they get used to your face. They get used to my face. I don't intimidate them. They don't balk. They don't do something they normally wouldn't do. And they work. They flow with it. So it's, it's, yeah. it really works. And it, it, I've been doing it from day one. It works. It's great. You know, it was a lovely thing to see. But I'm there with a huge, like these huge production company, Eagle Rock Entertainment, man. These guys are like the gold standard. Like back in the day, Pat, when we were talking about like the big ticket simulcast, that was the gold standard to shoot rock and roll live. In That's, the country, yeah, I remember. In North yeah, America. sure. The There's big no question. ticket. Yeah. So I was really thrilled when I was asked to come on this show and it was like, wow, awesome. And I was working with this great British director, James Russell, right? Okay. Fantastic guy. But here's the irony. So two directors I've worked with, I have massive respect for in rock and roll. And that is Tom O'Neill. Tom, yeah. And Tom, Dave Tom, Russell. Right? So Russell, what is this, a Russell thing? You know, it's great. So another, so I end up doing a freelance job. What is it? James Russell. So thank you, Russell. You do great directing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so James Russell has you on the show and you're not, you're not using one of the, the hardwired cameras. They got you roaming around, right? Yeah, roaming around, and that, that is my milieu. That's my comfort space. I love that. But it's great because I'm working with this director. I would... Uh, characterize him as James Dean, right, of the directors. Very cool guy, knows what he wants. And, you know, right. and it's, it's interesting because <clears throat> at rehearsal, you got a glimpse while I was just watching a couple cameras and I needed to get out there and do something. But I had a chance to see him. And it's like watching a drummer with two kick pedals. It's just, and don't forget, he's got 11 monitors in front of him, live cameras going, pick me, pick me. Right, every camera guy's vying for the best shot. My problem would be, because I'm a camera guy by nature, I'd be fixated going, wow, look at that shot and the depth in that. And 10 other shots just went by. Right. Can't happen, right? right. So he's got a, he's doing this. His sidekick is associate, his producer, I guess associate producer in this, con- this context, yeah. was uh, Jeremy Aziz. And I loved Jeremy because it was like working with Phil Collins. He looked just like Phil Collins. Oh, and really? And I've worked with Phil Collins, and he is a lovely guy, right? He's just so blue-collar, so down-to-earth. So yeah. I, immediately I loved Jeremy because I kept thinking I'm talking to Phil. <laughs> uh, with all due respect, Jeremy. And Jeremy, what I loved was Bank Customer 101. In what? <laughs> in the new Mary Poppins Returns movie. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. But Jeremy was great. So he uh, was my liaison, and we got to go into the inner sanctum of, of Shania Twain's boudoir. Ooh, what and was it's that amazing. like? Lots of sequence, man. You don't be called the queen of country or the diva of country pop if you're not wearing sequin. Right? Oh, yeah. And you have well, a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. She must have dozens of costume changes. Oh, it's beautiful to see because I'd only ever seen this type of, of presentation at the National Ballet and oh, also sure. at uh, Paisley Park in Minneapolis with Prince. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Prince, yeah. Yeah. my God. He yeah. had a staff and they were making clothing. And I remember they were working a bolero jacket. Rhonda will like hearing that, a bolero jacket with all kind of arabesque design and stuff with just fine, fine detailed work, right? Oh, yeah. And when I walk in now, I'll take us to the Shania Twain, uh, uh, <clears throat> her clothing setup. Seamstresses are working on the gowns, beautiful costumes, right? Uh, for those of you who love fashion, you're going to go crazy because this, this is it. All kinds of knee-high boots, right? Lots of cat suits. And speaking of cat suits, that's a cat suit. Uh, so Julie's wearing a cat suit, but Shania has a modern version of that. Has more sequin, Pat. Yeah. Thanks, Lizzie. Catwoman. <laughs> so, so, so Shania has yeah. all of these people... In the wings, working to, to make sure every costume is top-notch. Yes, and and, and that's, that's showmanship, man. It's yeah. about putting on a show, change of costumes. As a matter of fact, just so you'll know, she's got this beautiful mane of hair. And a lot of times, you watch on stage, you see this with a lot of artists, Pat. They'll hit a certain marker, and you wonder, where is that wind coming from? Because there's nothing happening out there. And it's because there's cutouts all along the stage, just like that hidden elevator, that orchestra elevator. And they got a fan blowing, and if you hit the right mark, you look amazing. Yeah. Right? So it worked for her. It was great. Wow. So let's talk about this. So when she's changing and stuff. Thank you. Uh, you you were faced with a bit of a dilemma. Because how do you change how do you change the diva? Or how do you videotape yeah. or or sorry, film yeah. the diva? Uh, so that what's going on is being captured, mm -hmm. but what's going on is not being captured. Well, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, a quick non sequitur. I've seen elevators at shows, right? And I remember the most impressive one was the elevator at Steel Wheels for Mick Jagger. It take him like four stories. It was amazing, right? Right. Always hidden in the wings. Here it was a subterranean lair under the stage. There was a whole like there's, there's a whole network of activity going on. And one of them was she had a change room, a green room downstairs, so they can do a quick tearaway, do a costume change, and back up. Right, because usually it's in, like it's in between a song, or sometimes even during a song. Well, yeah, and they might hide behind a stage, but because they have so much rear projection going on, it has to be underground. And also, it looks really fantastic when you come out and you reveal yourself to the masses, and it's really quite eloquent and quite fantastic. Sure, and it usually comes yeah. with puff and smoke and uh, fanfare yeah. and dance. Dancing, dancing, yeah. dancing. <laughs> and here she is again. Isn't she fabulous? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, so, so what happened? So you had to you had to orchestrate something of your own under under the under the stage. Yes. And so what happened is that we needed to get a shot of her making a transition, but without revealing too much flesh. Yeah. And so too much booty. And so uh, I was looking at the situation, working with Jeremy, finally figured it out. I said, look, real simple. We were in a box, basically, and they're trying to fit this camera in a spot that wouldn't reflect the mirrors, wouldn't show too much. The mirrors? Discreet mirrors, because she's changing. She's got to see herself. Oh, right. So there's mirrors in the thing. And if you even if you see the camera in the mirror. Not good. Right. So right, right, right. simple solution, always the easiest way, route for success. Outside, take the camera outside. Easy, open with a drape, stick it, the lens through, protruding into this space, find out where the frame is, we clip it off. I think I did a job. Yeah, you got the shot. However, I wasn't really sure, you know, and I'd like to be signed off to make sure we move on safely. I look to my right, guess who's there underground? Who? Shania Twain. Oh! And Shania Twain is there with her new husband, Frederick. Frederick Kern. Well, Frederick used to be the husband of Marie Ann, which was her BFF. Yeah. Did they just swap three people out in a, like a card game? Like you put in an old uh, spaghetti western? Well, the key is, 
And you this know, is crazy. it's all about how people look when they're together, and they were really happy together. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was really great. They see he seemed to be wonderful. He was a real gentleman. Because uh, I, I approached him and said, Shania, uh, I got a bit of a problem. Can I can I seek your advice? She loved that she was being asked right to impart her understanding and knowledge and how she'd like her job done. Right. And it was great. 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 It really worked out. Frederick was a gentleman. He hung back to allow us commiserate. Right. And to work. I explained it. We talked about it. We had some giggles, some fun, and she went. I'm really happy with this, Tony. Thanks. Oh, sweet. So when I saw James later, I said, we're signed off, man. The boss oh, signed us wow. off. Oh, wow. And he's all happy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So two birds there, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah. Okay, so you get on with the show. Yes. You know, what uh, What comes along with, well, with and the filming? Because What I, I, I discovered and I noticed, the uh, gay community, they love her. Yeah. And they love her. And the analogy I draw, it's like an audience watching Cher. Or uh, folks who are going to hang out and play Judy Garland. I mean, there's that massive love for that female archetype, right? Yeah. And Shania represents that, and she gave back, and it's it's fantastic. And I saw a ton of love. As a matter of fact, when she came down <clears throat> from the aerial uh, maneuver, uh, it was great. She met a couple of cowboys, right? Okay. And they walked exactly like the Wizard of Oz, like they're on their way to Emerald City, and down they went through everybody on the ground floor. It was fantastic, because I, I had, I was handheld, as you know, so I needed to tuck into a spot to get a really nice shot of her coming through. Yeah, you were, you were hitting. some foreground, right? Sure. So managed to squeeze that shot in. Uh, it was lovely, because she, she brought her fans into the show. They were up on stage, then she released them, and continued performing. And I thought, nice bit. That's great. It was really great. That's yeah. great. And now, are you there? How many how many nights is this? Because two nights. Okay, so it was yeah. a two night show, and you had to make sure you and the other eleven guys and James Russell, uh, yeah, director, yeah. a director, had to make sure all of that stuff was captured in those two nights. Exactly, and you know it's a great thing because the second night, imagine I've got two rehearsals under my belt in a live show. I'm right. oiled, man. I just know where to be, right? Yeah. So the one thing I must admit is that. Uh, you know, she's a 52-year-old woman, dare I say, but uh, two children, she looks amazing, sure. right? And she wants you to know that, but she's only five foot three, and not a big girl, right? Really? Yeah, that's her stature, but when you look at her, the way she presents herself, she's six foot three. Yeah, right? I always yeah. thought she was tall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is very interesting. Yeah. This is something new I've learned. Yeah, and at the end, towards the end of her show, nearing getting crescendo, because they're putting a lot of stage lights on, and I'm seeing beautiful relationship shots. By that, I mean I get behind her to see her waving the crowd, and I know the lighting director, I can hear him in the secondary cues. He's going to bring up the whole arena. So to get that shot is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm up there, and finally, that... Uh, in the mania, I set up a shot. So I'm on my knee like this, folks, and I'm shooting, I'm getting steady. And okay. I got a shot, and I realized, holy smokes, that's a cowboy shot, which means I'm showing most of Shania's derriere, right? Okay. Okay, and she's wearing a cat suit, man, and her hair is billowing, and I'm Ooh. thinking, and this is amazing, because I, I, this is from the book, okay? So, and this, I'll read it verbatim. So I say in the book, I say, my headphones are breaking up again, and then cleared long enough to hear my beloved director say, Tilt up, tilt up, you're showing too much ass. And I, I went, oh, hey. So I corrected the shot quickly, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, 
Quote, James, with all due respect, man, she's in her 50s and wearing a cat suit. She looks pretty good. I said, hmm, there's at least 10,000 gay and straight guys in the arena who would agree that my framing of Shania's ass is perfect. You know, I would probably have to agree with that, too, and I have yet to see it. Right? So a couple of things which blew my mind, and that number one is in researching the book, man, it's all out there. My wife has always said, wear some of the stuff that you film, right? And that's true. And you lose production companies, they go away. But the footage, man, is like it goes into this ether. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's out there. And thank you, YouTube, thank you, because there it is. And this is a shot I'm going to put up in a minute, and Pat will put a better one, but I'll get ready for Lizzie right here to get a shot. Um, is that okay for you, Liz? And what's amazing, this is a shot from a, 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 an audience member who just came up and took a shot, and it's the exact moment I'm on my knee taking a shot of too much ass. Oh, God. And you can see it. Now, I'm going to try and point it out there. It'd be kind of hard. Pat Pond would do a better job when he gets up there. But uh, there's Shania right here. Okay, there she is right there. Yeah. Sorry, folks. And then this figure is just coming out of the shadows. That's me. That's you. And I was blown away how mediated we are. Right? It's incredible. It's yeah. all there. So uh, in another episode, we had a lovely young lady who's the artist that works with us on podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, her name is Daisy. Yes. Goes by Daisy. Like Cher. We only need one name. And uh, she drew this for me. Now, I did get her mother's permission, okay? So she drew this great picture of me. And that's that reverse shot I talked about of showing too much derriere and then seeing her interpretation of what the, what the uh, stage looked like, or the uh, audience, rather. That's so pretty great. cool. Yeah. That's great. So... Uh, you know, in, in summary, I say it was amazing to meet, and we know, you know, and thank you, Anne Margaret, for, 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 for channeling that path. And so that performers, female performers like Shania, like Celine Dion can come along, and they are massive. Not only in Canada, man, these are global superstars, man. Yeah. Celine, Shania, like, and... One name wonders, <laughs> yes, right? One name, right? and uh, yeah. and I'll even add that she's not the great 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 granddaughter of Mark Twain. It has nothing to do with it. This is false information I'm feeding you right now, <laughs> or is it? <laughs> well, Tony, you know I I really love how you love the Canadiana, yes. the spirit of Canada, the arts in Canada. How you uh, you film the arts in Canada yeah. Yeah. so that other people can see the arts in Thank Canada. You, nice. You know, you've actually hired uh, a neighborhood person <laughs> to, to express art in Canada. Keep it local. Keep it right. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's amazing. Yeah. It, it really really brings together a sense of community and family, and, 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 and that's really important. Well, and you're a writer. You'll appreciate this. Yeah. Uh, it may sound pretentious, but if you're in the creative arts, you got to kind of follow what's happening here and what you're figuring out here. And these things that we talk about, I truly love them, and I get a chance to investigate them. So there's a real earnest intrigue in addition to my profession. And I knew since I was that big, right, as I got, I think, um, <laughs> that that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> well, yeah, That's you did. That's pretty young. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. And, and in other episodes and clearly in the book, yeah, thanks, you were God. a kid yeah. who dreamt. Mm. Well, yeah. and, and your dreams yeah. became reality because there you were filming yeah. those very people yeah. you dreamed of. Yeah. And I, I never know the magnitude of the show. This was a 29,000 
<laughs> attendance every night. And so in two nights, I, I always had my back to 60,000 people. You don't think of that. Again, Pat, it's my nine to five. And we talked earlier, we had a lunch break and Pat and I were talking. It was interesting. Pat, we were going on. And sometimes I come across laissez-faire about a job I did, but don't forget, uh, that's 2018. And now there's like a hundred jobs since then. And they're all yeah. valuable, right? And wonderful. And sometimes you'll hear in book three or four, I don't know, but uh, it's all there. And a lot of times I'm in the moment, I feel it, don't know what I'm recording. Later, I get a chance to ruminate with my thoughts and then I can write it. Yeah. So. Well, that's great because you're actually really present in the moment. Oh, yeah. And, you know? and again, back to YouTube. And you know, YouTube has allowed me as a writer to time travel because I remember the experience. I remember how I feel, but certain specific notes, I don't know. Of course but as not. soon as I go to time travel on YouTube, I get the time travel, I go... And things just flood right back. Right. I'm a visual guy. And so that visual stimulation just comes in and powers my life, my world. And I see it. I see That's it. Great. Sometimes I told Ron, I feel like I'm talking, like I'm physically there. Right? Right. As a hologram, like an avatar. In talk. the moment. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's yeah. cool. Wow. Well, on that note, YouTube fans. Yes. Um, we do have a channel, Corn RC, on YouTube, and we really would like for you to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell so that when all the episodes come up, and a lot of you are doing it now, uh, you'll be able to see the latest episodes as they come up. So like, subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of the family. Tony, thanks for the adventures. Uh, thank you. And we'll see you next time on Confessions of a Rock and Roll Cameraman. Mm -hmm.